Hello, hi, Dumelang Mzansi, and welcome back to Sisters Without Shame, a No Holds Barred podcast that is proudly brought to you by Healthform Zanzi. I am your host, Nolu Tando Ngakani, and I am here to hold your hand as you seek the answers to those medical shames and woes you dare not speak of in public. This is a safe space, babes. So a bit of a special episode awaits us this week as we are joined by Bloemfontein's Sherry Brainart. This 40-year-old is the only person with Down syndrome in South Africa who obtained a tertiary teacher's diploma without any tutors at school, special assistance or amendments being made to the course. She achieved in spite of the fact that her lecturers and study material was only provided in English, which is her second language. She is currently also a full-time qualified assistant teacher at a pre-primary school for learners with special educational needs, and she presents motivational speeches all over the world. Sherry unpacks what life is like living with Down syndrome in Mzanzi. Sherry, we know that you have been diagnosed with Down syndrome. Can you then tell us about your diagnosis? When did you know that you were different? I am a person with Down syndrome. I have an extra chromosome 21. And that little chromosome makes me look a little different from you. But I can still live a full life, although I am a little slower than you are. I do not have an illness, so I cannot be healed. Due to COVID-19, most of us have been uncertain about what to expect and what to plan for 2022. That is what my mother thought when she saw me the first time. She realized that although I had changed her life in a way, she was still free to choose her attitude. One of our greatest freedoms we have is how we react to circumstances. When I was born, my mother worried whether she would be able to raise me. But before she understood that I was perfect in my own way, when I was born 40 years ago, I didn't qualify for any opportunities. People like me were seen as a burden on their parents and society. We were hidden in institutions or at the battle homes. Sometimes our parents are still seen as people who have sinned and to have to be punished. Some people told my mother that if she confessed her sins, I would become normal. That is why people used to hide their children in the time when I was born, so that society could not judge them. What you shared was so powerful now. I read a whole list on your bio and how has living with Down syndrome then affected your life? Has it affected your life in any way? Because you are a force to be reckoned with. When most of my dreams for 2020 were wiped out by COVID-19, it was easier for me than for many other people because I am used to having setbacks in my life. Our suitcases were packed. We would have traveled to London on the 17th of March. On the 16th, all airports to England were locked down as a result of COVID-19. My talks in Oxford as well as at the Trisomy 21 conference and schools in London had to be cancelled. 
I do have my own shortcomings and I have to work on them every day. I am an introvert and I do get irritated and I can be stubborn, but that makes me human. I compete with myself, not with other people. Comparing yourself to others is the biggest waste of time. All people have obstacles to overcome from time to time. I would have liked to be as bright as many other people, but I have learned to make the best of who I am. No person with a disadvantage should be excluded from opportunities to develop, but we must also work hard to reach our true potential. I do so every day, and I try to inspire others to do the same. People tried to fit me into their boxes and make my own box. I am me, and I determine what I do with my challenges, and only I can decide to change them into opportunities. You can do the same. I love that. Those are some powerful sentiments, especially when it's, you know, International Women's Month. Shuri, tell me, you know, what is the biggest misconception you think that society has against people who are living with Down syndrome? I am trying to change general perceptions about people like me. And I wish that people all over the world would assist me in doing so. I know people mostly abort their babies when they find out they would be like me. People asked my mother why she didn't abort me. And many told her, luckily, we don't live long. Our life expectancy nowadays is about 60 to 70 years. My mother always says that she wants to look after me until we die together one day, which means that she will have to become about 95 years old. I wonder who is going to look after whom at that stage. Life and death is not in our hands, but what we do with our lives most definitely is. It does not matter how long we live, but how we live. I try to make every second of my day count. All people die, but not all people really live. I choose to demand more of myself than anyone else expects of me. I accept failure. Everyone felt it something. But I cannot accept not trying or giving up easily. If there are barriers in our world, we must try to remove them. That is what I did. I made with so many barriers. I thought they were normal, but they are not. Not anymore. That is what I am fighting for. I am not superior or inferior to any other human with or without Down syndrome. I have my own shortcomings, and I have to work on them every day. People excel differently, and I respect the abilities of every person. I have been very fortunate to attend a mainstream school. This enabled me to be the first person with Down syndrome to pass, a mainstream grade 10 curriculum in South Africa. After leaving school, I attended a national technical college and I was the first and only person with Down syndrome to be accepted there. I passed the in six course, the highest qualification at the college, and was awarded an education diploma. I had to work much harder than the other students. 
it was not always easy to pass my subjects. I failed some of my subjects and I had to do them again and again and sometimes again, but I never gave up. I believe you are only a failure when you give up trying. I never felt sorry for myself. It is a waste of energy. My mission in life is not only to survive, but to thrive. And I do so with commitment and passion. I try my best in everything I do. The fact that my parents never showed me that they were sorry for me helped me to grow. I am also smart enough to pretend I cannot do things when I don't want to do something. I identify with the words of Nelson Mandela. You are the master of your fate and the captain of your destiny. This attitude helped me to decide to make the best of myself just the way I am. You cannot always change your circumstances, but you can change the way you look at them. You cannot change the direction of the wind, but you can adjust your sails to reach your destination. I believe one must never focus on what you don't have, but be proud of who you are. Thank you so much for actually sharing that with us. Because there's all these ugly misconceptions that is very positive. What kind of advice would you then give other people who have a loved one that also has Down syndrome? When I was born 40 years ago, my mother thought I would take a lot of effort to raise. That was before she understood that the Lord made me perfect, perfect in my own way. She soon realized that although I had changed her life in a way, she did not choose. Life has no guarantees. If you want guarantees, buy yourself a kettle. The truth is, life has happiness and sadness, but we must all be proud of who we are. It depends on us, on what we do with our lives. How we respond to loss, pain is a choice. But somehow, we must all move on. Don't ever waste precious time. I have written a book about my life, which was launched in my own language, Afrikaans, and also in English. In my book, I highlighted the fact that parents should never give up hope. With support and motivation, your child will be able to do many things. Don't focus on what you cannot do, on what you can do. I have been blessed with wonderful opportunities. Apart from being chosen as South Africa's Women of the Year in the category Youth Movers, I have had the opportunity to address conferences of the United Nations in New York and in Geneva, Switzerland. During those speeches, I advocated for the rights of disadvantaged people and people with intellectual disabilities all over the world. I feel so blessed that the Lord can use me just the way I am. My extra chromosome has given me wonderful opportunities, except for meeting Oprah. I have also been asked to address international conferences in India, Scotland, Jerusalem, Wales, 
Switzerland, Rome, Berlin, and Britain outside London. It was also awesome to address a conference of the Royal Society of Medicine and students of the King's College in London. I conclude with the following words in a poem by Samantha Higgins. Please don't judge me by my face, by my religion, or my race. Please don't laugh at what I wear, how I look, or do my hair. Please look a little deeper, way down deep inside, behind my smile. I softly cry. Please look a little deeper. Maybe you will see what's inside of me is what's inside of you. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Sisters Without Shame, Sherry. For more on Sherry's story, Living with Down Syndrome, check out healthfromzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam, you can send an email to hello at healthfromzanzi.co.za or send an SOS to 076-132-0454. I would never blue tick you, babes. What a beautiful woman and soul Sherry is. And I couldn't have said it better when she said that if you want guarantees in life, then go buy a kettle. That brings us to the end of episode 35 of Sisters Without Shame, proudly brought to you by Health from Zanzi. From me, Lulu Nakani. have a great week and remember to show your girl some love by sharing this podcast with a friend. <laughs>